I wanted to say it first. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're back for the next episode. I get so excited to do these. Like, they make me so happy in such, like, a busy time, busy week, and just life going on, all those fun things. Doing our podcast makes me so happy, and I think I said that last week, too. But Yeah, this is what we enjoy doing. It makes me happy. How are you guys feeling today? Happy, sad, light, medium, heavy, indifferent? Someone asked me that one time. DM us, tell us. Yeah, someone asked me that one time, like, how are you feeling today? Like, and I think it was like a medium day. And I was just like, I'm just like medium. Feelings are feeling medium. Yeah. So we're going to jump right into Sydney's weight loss journey. Hey. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Only because Sydney inspired me so much in my weight loss journey that I love talking about hers. Because for me, it was really one of those scenarios where it's like, if she can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it, right? Oh. Because I would see Instagram models and be like, no fucking way. Yeah. That's not happening. And it's nice it. to know that, like, somebody that you know. Or have a connection with. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we are going to jump right in. Said, how much weight have you lost? In total, like, from highest to lowest, it was 42 pounds. Wow. Yeah, 42 pounds. Almost 50 pounds. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, as of where I'm at right now, it was 35. Because you're, like, maintaining right yeah, now. Yeah. You're obviously higher than what you were during your initial weight loss yeah, journey, right? Yeah, my, my initial weight, lo- weight loss. Whoa. My whoa, initial whoa. weight loss. Um, <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight and had no clue what I was doing as far as gaining muscle. So I definitely lost – I didn't have much muscle in the first place. But if I did, I lost all of that too. So – I gained a little bit of muscle back, which is helpful. I've also gained fat back too, which is okay. But I've, I've like, where I'm at right now, I, I'm, I've gained muscle back. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been working out slash trying to lose weight? When did you start your health and fitness journey? In October of 2018. Okay. So is that a little over three years now? Going on, you're right at over three years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I started in October because I know it was like right after actually the end of October. Cause I, I remember one of my first few days of deciding to lose weight was on Halloween. Um, oh, wow. That's yeah, a hard so one. I guess it was the end of whatever close closer to November. Um, so the, when I finally finished it and decided like when I got to my lowest weight, that was in January. So I lost weight really quickly. So three months basically. Yeah. To lose 40 something pounds. Yeah. Definitely too quick. It's definitely a lot. It's a learning process though. And you're growing in that you're learning how to lose weight. What made you want to start on a weight loss journey? I I just didn't like the way that I was looking in outfits, honestly. So I was working at Chick-fil-A a lot, so I was in my uniform all the time, so it didn't really bother me. And then every mm-hmm. once in a while when I would get dressed up to go somewhere, I was like, I can't find anything that I enjoy wearing because I'm not at the place where I want to be right now. So it took me a while to finally realize that it was time to start losing weight, but it was, it was pretty much, I remember the exact moment where I was like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing, but I think that I should start losing weight. And I was getting ready to go hang out with one of my friends and I had just put on a like strapless top and I realized that I had stretch marks under my arms and it was, that was kind of, I mean, I've always had stretch marks and I never had any issues with them, but it was just as they were starting to show up in new places, it was, I knew that I was, I knew it wasn't stopping and I had to stop it. So yeah. That was what made me want to. Do you feel like anybody else ever noticed your weight gain or made you feel a certain type of way because of your weight gain? Yes. 
and I won't, I definitely won't point out who, but there were times where people I knew made comments about it and it was more so just like, Oh, you probably shouldn't be doing that. And it, I knew that the reason they were saying that was because I had gained so much weight. Yeah. How did you deal with that? What was your response to them? If somebody would say, I fought back, I was like, don't tell me what to do. You don't, Mm -hmm. that's, regardless of your weight yeah exactly and especially because it was a I hadn't really recognized it much at the time so as people were telling me you probably shouldn't do that or maybe yeah like why don't you try out the gym that would be cool like although that's supportive in the time of me not recognizing that I was gaining weight I I definitely fought back and I hated it yeah it's the manner in which it's executed I think is a huge thing yeah um for anybody of any weight losing weight gaining weight going to the gym not going to the gym being happy with your weight, yeah. um, I think that that's a huge thing. But it also, you know, is something to note that as friends and family of people who are wanting to start a weight loss journey, don't know they want to start a weight loss journey yet or are wanting to gain weight, anything of that nature, to just be really sensitive about what you say. Yeah, I will say if you are somebody who wants to help someone. So like as of right now, like if I if I had somebody that I want to help, I want to I know that they're in a place where they would like to do better for their body and I want right. to help them, you can't just go up to them and say, come to the gym with me or do this or do that. Because if they're not ready for it, all they're going to do is exactly what I did at the time, which is just fight back. Yeah. And they're just going to say, I don't want to, I don't want to. And it's going to make them dread it even more. Mm-hmm. So it, it sucks, but you kind of just have to wait until they're ready. Yeah, you, and I think You can't that, tell somebody to lose weight. They have to do it when they're ready. And they have to want to. I think that's interesting because I personally never really dealt with that. Nobody ever told me you shouldn't be eating this. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. What in the manner of my weight. Yeah. Um, I did have times where I was <laughs> – listen back a few episodes, you will understand that being told what to do was very much so a large portion of my childhood. Yeah. That's what it was, my childhood. Was. But not in regards to my weight loss journey. Yeah. Um, like, oh, yeah. Maybe and it wasn't often. Outfit. It wasn't – it's mm-hmm. not like I had years of people telling me that I needed right. to lose weight or anything like that. Yeah. It was definitely – people made comments and – they stick. Yeah, it, it hurt a little bit, and it made me more mad rather than taking it as an appreciative right. they're thinking about, like, my well-being. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just have to be able to talk to somebody when they're ready, and you have to be sensitive, like Bree said. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. With you having lost as much weight as you did, you've obviously been on both ends of the spectrum. You've been heavier. Yeah. You've been one of the smallest people in the room, um, and I feel like right now – correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you're pretty comfortable with your weight, actively working on different goals, Yeah, different... I feel uh, I'm in a smaller range of, of my goals rather than... I used right. to have big, huge goals that I was like, I'm so far from. I have... I always will have goals, but I do have smaller goals now. Which is More cool. realistic in your time yeah. frame goals, not I'm going to lose 60 pounds overnight. Yeah. It's uh, I'm going to lose a pound of this and yes, pound of that or yeah, my a few goal, pounds of this. Exactly. Yeah. My goals are more so small things that I want to achieve and then I go on to the next small thing and the next small thing, but they, it's still just as important to me now as at the time when I, I told myself I wanted to lose 30 pounds when I wanted to lose weight. So now it's just as important to me to have those small goals. Right now, my, one of my goals is a body fat percentage, and I've been on the 1% difference of what I wanted to be, but that's still a very just as important of a goal it is as it was to lose 30 pounds in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. With that and your body fat, how are you measuring that? I'm doing in-bodies with Jeremy at the gym, so that's been helping a lot, and it's mm-hmm. I'm focusing on my macros and um, watching. You don't necessarily have to focus on your body fat percentage and your muscle mass, but that's something that I've started to, once you like understand something, 
that's what gets you going. That's what, what gets you to really see what's working and what's not. And as of me for right now, it's, it is seeing numbers that's helping a lot. And it's not just a number on the scale. Cause I've seen that look, I mean, I've seen, I've gone all the way down to 118 with no muscle on me whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I'm happier now. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like for us, more. you're one, I'm not going to say a number Sydney and I have weighed the same weight before and it looks yeah. significantly different. Exactly. Realistically, one of Sydney's higher weights is right around what my current weight is now. Yeah. And I'm at my lowest weight. Um, so definitely a big, a big thing that numbers is not everything. No, we do know not. that, but if you are someone who can help have a healthy relationship with the scale and not have it emotionally drain you and drive you in negative aspects, it is such a great yeah, way to... Yeah, I know to... somebody who has not stepped on the scale in like 10 years mm-hmm. and she has different goals. And for her, she just watches her body and she, she knows when it's fit. Yeah, she knows when she's allowed to kind of relax a little mm-hmm. bit. She knows when she wants to get back into her routine and everything. So for her, it's watching her body. But for me, that does not work. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely a goal oriented person. Yeah. I need, I need to see numbers. For so sure. you're watching numbers on the scale. You're tracking your macro still. You're not at your lowest weight. What does that look like? And how does that affect any type of body dysmorphia that you might deal with? Do you deal with that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Who doesn't? Um, I, oh God, seeing the numbers, I've gotten to a healthy point with numbers as far as the scale. So I, I feel like I don't necessarily, I've, I mean, even the last few months I've seen myself go up five, go down five. And I've been in like that kind of range and that doesn't necessarily bother me as much, but looking in the mirror, I guess is where it bothers me the most. So progress photos. Yeah. Progress photos, seeing specific outfits on when like it fit two months ago and it doesn't fit now, but also I have to remember now I mean I just now started getting back into working out my legs a lot more but like mm-hmm. now that I've gotten more muscle on my legs like yeah some of my jeans don't fit anymore but I'm also my, I have less body fat on me so I think that I look better now so it's you just have to take it as I don't know exactly what it is so like for me like if I'm wearing a dress that is just way tighter on me than it was before that might be a little bit sad but if I realize that my I don't know, my shoulders are getting bigger, so I don't really like a strapless shirt on me as much. That's different. So you have to really like look at what it is and what the issue is there. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel realistically? So for those of you don't who don't know, um, Sydney manages a gym. Yeah. Um, and was not at her peak yeah, fitness I level. I wasn't happy with where I was at. When, when she started. started at the gym. Yeah. So how does that, how do you feed off of that and working in a gym where realistically – you're not the smallest person in there. You're not yeah. the biggest person. You're a healthy, happy, where you are kind of person. Yeah. So I feel like I can be pretty honest with this. When I started working at the gym, I was the biggest person there. I honestly felt like I shouldn't be wearing crop tops. I shouldn't, which is not true. And I look at myself and I wish that I didn't talk to myself that way then, but it's, it's just it, the it, it reality. Was, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, reality but I, of struggling with that, I think. Yeah. I was constantly looking at other people, constantly comparing myself, always saying that I was the bigger person in the room. And as I started losing a little bit more weight, of course I felt better about it, but I also see people coming into the gym and I know people who are just now getting started right now. And I am so excited for them. Like this, this mm-hmm. is the time, this is your goal. This is the time of your life. Like this is exactly what where this is the fun part of it when you get to lose weight and you get to see so much progress. So I don't know. I think it was a lot of fun for me to lose weight and know that I had really big goals back then. 
and now it's it definitely feels more of a lifestyle so I think it was difficult on like especially body dysmorphia like seeing seeing myself as bigger than other people around me I even after having lost so much weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still it's still going to hurt you a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> but it's also better to know that you have goals and things that you can look forward to. And that's mm-hmm. that's how I stayed positive throughout it. Because I, I knew that I weighed less than – or weighed more than people around me, but I also knew that I was going to get there. And that's what mattered. So. so it was more like a pushing factor, not yeah. a – Yes, it, definitely, it yeah. definitely drove me to get to where I wanted to be for myself. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And with that, how does that affect your eating habits and things that you're doing day to day? Are you... I want to say that in the beginning, it started it, being around people in the fitness world, like obviously working at a gym and, and being around trainers all the time and people who are very experienced. It helped me so much because I figured out, I learned a lot from them and I learned right. what would work best for me from hearing so many different people's, their, like what how they handle like meal prepping or counting macros Mm -hmm. or counting just calories or whatever it was. So I've definitely learned a lot from other people and it's, it's taught, it's made me figure out what I wanted to do actually. So in the very beginning of losing weight, when I didn't have anybody to help me, I didn't know what I was doing. I went about it in the worst way possible. But now that I've had so many people around me, whether I looked at myself as the biggest person in the room or the least experienced person in the room, it taught me a lot. And now I, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't learned so much or if I hadn't seen people who were doing better than me or knew more than me. And push yourself out of your comfort zone. I think yeah. that's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, so it's helped me a lot to have people in the fitness industry. It, it may sound, I mean, of course, so let's, if, let's say on Instagram, you see all these Gymshark girls, you don't want to be around them because you're like, oh, I don't look as good as they do. Mm-hmm. But realistically, or surrounding yourself around people who are experienced, who know what they're doing, who can help you and teach you and motivate you, that is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we are going to touch base on, you said that you did it in the worst way possible when you started losing weight. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. I know. (laughs) This is something I don't think that she's necessarily talked out loud about too often. Obviously, being her best friend, I know the struggles that were faced. But So, the reason I didn't want to do this episode in the beginning was because I don't want to say what I did and make it a thing. Like, obviously, I did lose weight very quickly. But I would never tell anybody to lose weight the way that I did. So I will say how I did it, but I will tell you it was very unhealthy. It made me very weak. I was pushing myself way past my limits because I wasn't, I mean, specifically, I wasn't feeding myself enough. So mm-hmm. all in all, this is not the best way to do it, but I will say how I got there, I guess. And I think people will appreciate your transparency and the fact that there are good ways to lose weight, there are bad ways to lose weight, and yeah. you learn from it. And now, you're going to be listening to someone who does know the appropriate way to lose weight, gain weight, and move forward in their health and fitness goals. So yeah, definitely preface that message with who you're talking to now compared to who you once were. Yes, exactly. So when I started, like I said, I had nobody around me to teach me what to do. I was learning things off of Instagram and Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. Just seeing influencers and YouTube and stuff like that. Um, I actually, on my Instagram, it's gone now, thank God, but I had a highlight on my Instagram that told me, like, it, it's basically said, like, how, how did I do it? And it would say, don't eat after 6 p.m. I remember that highlight really well, which I, I thought was so odd because... It's not what, what we preach now at all. Right. So, and it's not what works. <laughs> um, don't eat after 6 p.m. 
don't eat rice, don't eat oatmeal, don't eat any potatoes, don't eat any carbs. Um, I probably would have even told somebody to eat less than a thousand calories in a day, which is like, please don't ever, Nothing. please don't ever do that. Um, I cut out all sodas, teas, alcohol, which some of those things are good, obviously. Right. It's not that you can't take bits and pieces of this and use it, but overall, yeah. the overall. Yeah. And I also wish that I had let myself splurge every once in a while. It's okay to have, I'm learning to call it a deserved meal instead of a cheat day or cheat meal. So I, I love definitely that. had more, I wish I had more deserved meals in it, but I, I went, I mean, when I lost weight in October and finally lost all of it by January, I cut everything out. I completely went cold turkey. I worked out twice a day. I was doing cardio so much. I remember when I was like probably the second week of losing weight, I was watching the scale go down at least half a pound every single day. And it was so bad. I was so unhealthy. And also I was working out with one of my guy friends and he was trying to teach me things because I was only ever doing cardio. So he, we did like an upper body workout and the next morning I was half a pound more. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. I'm never going to lift weights. It makes me fatter. I'm not going to do that. And little do I know, little did I know, like if I had, if I had done any sort of strength training, it wouldn't have taken me so long to build the muscle that I have now. And although my the number on the scale wouldn't have gone down as much, I still would have been looking better than even the end of my quote unquote fitness journey, which was just the losing 30 pounds or 40 pounds, whatever. So I would say I did it in an absolute horrible way, but I've learned a lot from it. And you just take Take advice from me and feed yourself. I lose weight faster feeding mm-hmm. myself the correct amount than I do absolutely starving myself and not giving myself and skipping meals and skipping meals. Thinking that yeah. that is going to yeah. kind of add up and make up for what you are or are not doing. Um, I hated myself on Thanksgivings, on Christmas, on going out to like, I don't know, get like snacks or going out and getting drinks and stuff like that. I hated myself on those days, but now that I've learned a good balance, it's so much more, I'm so much more comfortable having a day or two, or maybe even just a weekend. Like that's totally fine too. And then learning to get back into your routine. And I wish I had some sort of better routine back then because I had absolutely nothing except eat as little as possible and do cardio as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you don't have to start on a Monday you don't have to start. You can literally start by picking a better next meal. Yeah. That's a big thing for me is like I will binge eat and I've been very open and honest about that on my Instagram that I struggle with binge eating. Um, and so just knowing that you can take the next step immediately. It doesn't have to be like oh, I have to go through this $300 program and do this and do that to start my weight loss journey that you can literally start yeah. at any point or restart at any point. Um for you losing weight. Now, we've talked about physically what you did to lose weight. Emotionally, how do you think that affected you and your relationship? Do you think that it had any bearing on me and Sam? Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam is her boyfriend, if you guys don't know. They've been together quite some time when she's at her smallest, yeah. she's at her heaviest, and now when she's at her peak of her yeah. fitness journey as far as building muscle and changing her body in the way that it looks completely yeah. So for those of you who are not single, who are with their significant others and maybe feeling insecure or uncomfortable in outfits or during sex or something of that nature, did you yeah. feel like your weight had any effect on those things when you were with Sam? So it's, I feel like that was a big part of it that other people looked at on my relationship. Right. But 
So as I was losing weight, I had endless amount of support from Sam. Mm -hmm. I, I, anything that I wanted to do, he completely supported me. There were times where he would even, so he didn't work out before I did. He started working out maybe six months into my fitness journey. So he would research things and look it up and try to help me or give me mm -hmm. advice as he could, which was nice because he had, he had zero intentions of going to the gym or right. trying to eat the way that I was going to, but he still wanted to support me as much as he could and learn for me. Um, and then as far as the way that I looked being in a relationship, I just flat out, I, I was always bigger than Sam, like significantly, maybe 30 pounds more than Sam at all times. Right. And up until we got into my fitness journey, it was weirder seeing my, the, the scale, the number of the scale going a lot closer to Sam's. Um, mm -hmm. so I definitely thought about that a lot, like how big I was compared to my boyfriend. And now I don't know. I honestly have no clue what our weights are at now, but I'm so much more confident because I don't always look at myself as the bigger person in the room per se. So it's definitely helps out a lot in the relationship. And before, um, as far as like relationship time, like, um, we, there were never really any issues when I was heavier. And I, I will say, I just felt a lot more confident as I started losing weight and I felt better about myself and how I looked and what I looked like without clothes on. So. In comparison to before. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. More yeah. confident. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's important too. If you have a spouse that um, one, your spouse should never be commenting harshly, commenting harshly, harshly yeah. commenting. Yeah. Either. either way. Saying rude things about your weight ever. They yeah. shouldn't be saying rude things to you in general, but Harsh comments, especially for women and men, I'm sure, and guys' relationships. Um, but I'm, but on the other side of that, like I said earlier, you do have to be sensitive on how you are supporting in a positive way because yeah. they not may not be ready for it. I don't think that Sam ever said anything about my weight before. I know that he didn't say anything negative, that's for sure. But yeah. I don't know if he ever said anything to try to help me or guide me or anything like that, but I know that you really, really have to be sensitive with who you're talking to because if they're not ready to do it, they're not going to want to do it even more. And if you try to help them, like Bree and I have so many friends that we wanted to get in the gym with us, but we know, from especially from our own experiences, right. we cannot just drag them into the gym and just say, once you get there, like I swear you'll love it because it's not going to work that way. You, They have to be ready on their own. It's them guiding themselves through their journey and yeah. not us. That so. is definitely a big thing that Sydney has always talked about. Um Anytime any of our friends talk about the gym or, or things of that nature, and it's not that we want to pull them into the gym because we don't like the way they look. It's because we know how it feels yeah. to be uncomfortable with our weight. Um, and we know how it feels to be confident, more confident in our bodies and what we can do in the gym yes, physically. That's, I think that's a big part. For us, that's what – I mean, don't get me wrong. The looks, it's addicting. Yeah. Changing your body and falling in love with that process is addicting, but so is becoming stronger. Yeah. And so that's something that's always really fun for weight loss and fitness journeys and what you get to do. It's the way you look in photos. It's the way you walk into a room and you don't feel like maybe you weigh more, but you still feel like the smallest person in the room because you don't want to talk. You don't want to speak simply because you feel as though you're inexperienced. Is that where you're going with that? Maybe inexperienced or because of your weight, you don't feel as though your opinion matters as much. Um, I saw something the other day on Instagram about skinny privilege, and it made me really sad because 
it reminds me of pregnancy privilege where when you're pregnant, everyone does really nice things for you, yeah. right? Because you're pregnant and that's so sweet. Yeah. But you will notice um, when you lose a significant amount of weight, it's the most bittersweet thing because you're so happy that you lost all the way. You're so proud of yourself, but also you notice people come around and they say different things to you. And it's like, did I not matter before I lose, before I lost 40 pounds? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that anything that you ever dealt with? Be it close friends, family, strangers, things of that nature where all of a sudden. Yeah. And I think it's good that they say they're proud of you, but. Yeah. So I will say that it's privilege. It is amazing for people to support me. And I, I know. So over time and like over the past few years, I've had mm-hmm. things where I've like picked up hobbies or like just things that I've enjoyed and I've gotten mm-hmm. some support on those things. And that's really nice. Like for somebody to notice like, wow, they're doing something new. new. That's pretty cool. Whether it's like mm-hmm. a huge thing or just something fun, whatever, especially with makeup before I started losing weight, I was really into makeup and I had a yeah. lot of people supporting me on that. And that was really fun. But once I started losing weight, one, like I have had a lot of support and that was amazing and I really appreciated it. But one thing that really irritated me was especially being in a relationship for such a long time. I was already in a relationship for over three years. Yeah. I had very close coworkers telling me that I was going to out, like basically that because I was working so hard on myself that I was going to up and leave Sam. And the fact that somebody would think that because I'm doing something better for myself means that I now no longer need somebody else. Or that you feel better than or yeah. above or as I, if he doesn't deserve you at any point. Yeah, anymore. exactly. That's like saying somebody like if like Sam right now, he's in school. That's like saying that if once Sam finally gets his degree, he's not better than me. Mm-hmm. There is no no reason that somebody should be questioning like I guess your loyalty in a relationship because you are you have now accomplished a, a goal. Right. And that has always been something that's so frustrating to me. Especially having so much support from Sam. Right. He's been there for everything. Anytime mm-hmm. that somebody says like, wow, Sydney lost a lot of weight. He's like, she damn sure did. Oh no. Yeah. He is definitely number one supporter. I mean, I have my own relationship with Sam and like text him and talk to him and like yeah. the things he says without even Sydney knowing, um, whether it be about her weight or just who she is as a person, um, is always very, very, very encouraging. So I think regardless of if you're in a relationship or not, it does sting a little bit. Um, I think one to- thing I take out of that is Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> like, think about what you're saying, please. No, absolutely. Think about what comes out of your mouth. Because although um, you think that it may be a compliment to tell me that I am now better than somebody, it's an insult, actually. Or the, you look so good now. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, like, like, thank you so much. Was I ugly before? Yeah. And, like, that's not true at all. I you can be re- beautiful 50 pounds heavier and... That's not us supporting being overweight. Being overweight is unhealthy. We know that because your heart gives out. I quite literally went into congestive heart failure because I was severely overweight when I had my son. Couple that with trauma from having a baby, your heart no longer works, right? So, yes, we recognize there are medical reasons to be overweight, and I'm not by any means out of the overweight category, but it's the pursuing actively working on yourself. That's yeah, important. That's, that's the biggest thing. Work on your, whether it's for, we, we learned this from somebody that we take class with. It's not always about <laughs> what it looks like in the mirror. And I get that. Although that is something that guides me a lot. And it is a very helpful. And pushing I, factor. Yeah. I can look at, look at that as a motivator. And as long as it is motivating me in a positive way, I will take that. That mm-hmm. is totally fine. Whatever it is that motivates you. If you have, we talked about this before on the podcast. In a positive way. Yes. In a positive way. If you have a, 
birthday party to go to, if you have yep. a wedding to be at, if you have some sort of like whatever that you want to get dressed up for and you're excited, Brie has one coming up, Sam. Yes. My younger sister's 21st birthday is in March and my 24th, oh my gosh, oh. I'm old. I'm already is, 24, so okay. She's old. My 24th <laughs> is in April, so, like, it's November right now, and I've been, like, struggling to, like, break this plateau, so I'm really trying here in the next few months. She's got a lot going on. Reach my goals. Yeah. You definitely have a lot but going on. That's okay goals. To- that's a – yes, absolutely. I have given myself some grace in the fact that I've maintained my weight for over a year now. I gave myself that last year when I had a bunch going on. Yep, you sure did. And even then, realistically, you're still – Within five to ten pounds of that, which is totally <laughs> still okay. around where she was, but there are just different goals that she's reaching for. But I do agree, having goals is very important to pushing yourself. So if it yeah. motivates you in a positive way, take it and run with it. But like Sydney was kind of bouncing off of someone we take class from, it's not about what it looks like in the mirror. Yeah, more the why behind the what behind the how you're doing it. Why are you doing what you're doing? to reach your goals. Don't just do it to look good in a mirror. Do it to be healthy. Do it to love yourself. Do it to be more confident. Do it to to gain that power and self-control and yeah, that yeah. mental strength. It takes a lot of mental work too. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it, whatever it is that you need to do, use it as a motivator. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, we are so excited to have touched base on Sydney's weight loss journey. I know that wasn't the easiest for her. She literally avoided it last week because I told her if we talked about (laughs) weight loss, she would be first. And here she comes with questions for me. Um, But we are super excited for next week's episode as well. So we will catch you then. Have a happy great holiday. Yeah. 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 Holidays are coming up. Next week's Thanksgiving. Yay. So we will see you guys. Eat whatever you want. You deserve it. (laughs) Eat whatever you want because girl, we don't don't do do that. that. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.